So Nair Tufan was grieving. Three Christians had been killed in his home country of Turkey. One of those went to his church, was a close friend. While he was still dealing with that grief, some teenagers came to the radio station where Sonair worked and told him not to testify in the case. And the leader of the group took his finger as a gun and he said, don't do nothing in this case. If you do, if you talk, if you say anything, I will kill you. Jesus never promised his followers an easy path. In fact, he told his disciples that the world would hate them. He sent them out as sheep among wolves. Jesus' words came true in the life of the apostles, and they're still coming true today in the lives of his followers around the world. Join host Todd Nettleton as we hear their inspiring stories and learn how we can help, right now on The Voice of the Martyrs Radio Network. Welcome again to The Voice of the Martyrs Radio. My name is Todd Nettleton. Last week here on VOM Radio, we heard part one of our conversation with Soner Tufan. He told us how he came to faith in Christ after growing up as a Muslim in Turkey. We heard about the opposition he faced from his own family members as well as others. And we discovered how the ministry of Radio Shema came to exist. Radio Shema is a rare thing, a Christian radio station in the Islamic nation of Turkey. Soner Tufan serves as the leader of that ministry. What is the key need of the, the broader Turkish church? I mean, you talked about raising up leadership. Is that, is that the, the biggest need right now? Yes, I can say that is the biggest need because we will see the harvest. I like reading. I like reading from different perspectives and I read about some of the Islamic activities and they are talking about they are losing their power. Uh, they are seeing that the, the students, even Imam Hatib's school, the atheism is increasing very high. Which means that people are giving up on Islam. Yes. Uh, they, they don't see Islam as the answer. Yes, they don't see Islam as an answer. Also, they see this Islamic government and they see the result of this Islamic government. Uh, they look in different ways and they say, this is not the real, this is not the right belief for me. That means they are losing and they are becoming uh, 80s and uh, they have a big interest for Christianity from everywhere. For example, in the uh, COVID process, we were doing a lot of Instagram uh, live broadcasting uh, because everyone uh, living in their home and uh, they have cell phone, they can look at it. And in that time, millions of millions of people watched our uh, Instagram uh, programs and now 10 times more feedback from our audience. 10 times more. Wow. And maybe 20 times more becoming Christian. There's a big interest. That means we need strong and wise, equipped uh, leaders. That's why we really need to spend more time, more energy, more money for raising new leaders. Also, I think the second thing is we need to make, we need to, we need to straight the churches. Churches uh, were 
very active in giving good news, but they have to look inside. Discipleship. Discipleship. And they have to spend more time. That means we need more relationship. Also in COVID uh, process, affect everywhere. We had good relationship with each other. But because of this, we cannot hug, we cannot uh, close to each other. If you are a touchy person, this is very important. That's why we, we really need to cower. We really, really need to fight what we lost. <laughs> and we need, really need to uh, get all those things. Uh, also, protection. I think in Turkey, in many areas, most of the society, most of the people who represent uh, different beliefs, they will have more hatred against Christians. That's why uh, we need protection. You can pray for that. Also, what the government did to uh, Christian, uh, foreign Christians, they start kicking them out from Turkey, deporting them. Why? They would like to make Turkish Christians lonely. That means we need to have more strong connection. That means if they send 200 people from Turkey, let the world church send 200,000 people to Turkey. We need to do this way. They will send out, but churches send to Turkey. More in. So that helps you as a listener to Voice of the Martyrs Radio to know how to pray, especially for the church in Turkey. We're talking today with Soner Tufan. He is the leader of Radio Shema. Soner, we're almost to the 15-year anniversary of the martyrdom of three men in a Christian publishing house in the city of Malatya. You know, this was a story that was covered all over the world and talked about all over the world. But these were your friends. These these were people that you knew personally. What do you remember about Najati and Ur and Tilman? When you think of them, what are are the things that you think about? Najati was almost my best friend. He was sometimes coming to our city and he was staying in my home. As a family, we had friends. As a family, we had friends with Ur, with Tilman. We missed them. But this is kind of pattern, it happens in Turkey. When in somewhere the Christian amount is increasing, the attacking is coming. At that time, in Mardin, there was happening very great things. There was a publishing house. It came there maybe three, three years before they die. They start this publishing house. Uh, there was a very strong church. Uh, there were many people who would like to be part of that church, and they were talking about their faith. And this is in a part of Turkey that's known for Islam, known for being devout very, Muslims. Yeah, very, very strong, uh, especially the sect of Islam are very strong there. Yeah, they are very fundamentalist, radical Islamic people. We always wait for the difficulties, but even this, yeah, this was very surprising. I never think that 
this much bad things is going to happen. Because for two hours, more than two hours, they tortured. I was the coordinator for the legal process. Uh, I was organizing the lawyers. That's why uh, also I, ha I have yellow press card. That means I can go everywhere, a every court cases. Uh, I could reach all the files through our lawyers. I read all of the uh, files. I watched all of the videos. Uh, when uh, the police came, the first, you know, they took pic picture and they shoot. Uh, I watched everything. I attend almost every court case. That That is more than 100 court cases. I saw the murders. I saw everyone. I have some idea about this. And even for us, it was surprising. Also, after this, I was saying this. Yeah, they did this. They killed our brothers. Personally, I know them. We have strong relationship. Also, Nejati was from our church connection. That was our church. And after this happened, you know, uh, almost 15 years ago, happens on April. And one month later, four young people came to our radio. And they say same thing. And they said, I will kill you. Finally, uh, police captured these people and uh, then police set them free at the same time. They, they call us, you have to recognize these people and uh, we went to police station and we said, yes, these people. And then uh, they said there is nothing to do for these people, that's why uh, they are free. And they sent us together outside. And the leader of the, of the group uh, do like this as a gun, uh, his finger, and he said, don't do nothing in this case. If you do, if you talk, if you say anything, I will kill you. And this was just a month after the murder. So it wasn't, it wasn't like that won't happen. Yeah. You had just seen it happen. Yeah, I was thinking that won't happen. But Turkey is a country you always surprise. <laughs> <laughs> what was the response by the average Turkish person after the Malatya killings? What, did, did they think, oh, this is terrible? Or did they think, oh, they got what they deserved? They became Christian, so of course they got killed. What was kind of the average response of a Turkish person? Yeah, average response was uh, they were sorry, and they always say that sorry, and uh, averagely they say this is not Islam, uh, we cannot kill these people, this is not uh, also right for our tradition, for our hospitality, this is not right. Average people say this, but at the same time we learned a lot from different people. For example, there was a person who was a very well-known anchor for uh, the mass media, and he said that from this point, Turkish Protestants are going to make a decision. First, they can say, we cannot continue. 
we will live uh, this way. We will stay steadily. Or they will going to say that we are here, we are not going anywhere, we are not being quiet, we will talk. And he wrote our decision before we do. Yes, we are not going to anywhere. We will minister, we will try to reach people, we will work for our country's beneficial. What you mentioned the fact that there were more than a, a hundred court hearings, the case wound around for all a long time. What was the end result of the case against the killers? Yeah, uh, even if you don't go to court, it will be same thing. The result is same. Why? Because one of the brothers who lives there tried to go to publishing house and he took his uh, key and he couldn't get, get in and uh, he understood that there is going going that, that there is happening a bad thing that's why he called the police maybe 15 minutes before uh, the police came that means almost more than 2 hours they were torturing they killed two of our brothers there and then police came there while they were killing police capture them. That means if you don't go to court, they are, go they are going to be a judge because of this. And we tried for almost for 10 years to make a, a awareness about hate crime, about other kind of things, discriminations. Also, we would like to judge uh, from the judge to find what is the behind end of the courts court case judge said this there is a connection uh, with terror organizations but we couldn't find they just judge these people to kill and to enter their private office and they took their uh, information that means 30 36 years uh, you know, in Turkey, they are implementing 36 years, means 24 years. And they already stayed 40, 14 years. That means uh, less than 10 years, they will be free. And uh, what they think? They think that they are heroes. Also, they said that we cleaned these people from our country. Uh, from their perspective, our brothers are dirty and they cleaned. Wow. And they never change their minds. That is the worst thing. We've been talking today on Voice of the Martyrs Radio with Soner Tufan. He is part of Radio Shema in Turkey. I want to encourage you. He has talked about praying for our brothers and sisters in Turkey, praying for protection over them, but also praying for leaders to be raised up within the church. So Nara, as we finish up, how do we pray for Radio Shema and, and for your ministry, the ministry of, of sharing the gospel over the airwaves in Turkey? You know, how the people's lives change, their love change, their life change by God's word. When they hear, really, when they hear what God did for their life, and uh, 
what he did on the cross, how he loved people, is very important. We would like here everyone in Turkey what Jesus Christ did for them. According to our idea, maybe 5% of the population heard Jesus Christ in Turkey. Wow. Only 5% has heard the gospel. Yes. Uh, how I calculate, I look at the uh, printing numbers, I calculate the many other things, how many Christians live there, how many missionaries there, and yeah, this is a guess, I can say. But finally, I can say that maybe 5% of the population here uh, heard the gospel. That means we need to separate the gospel. That's why we want to have more radio stations in Turkey. I cannot build a church building in Turkey, but I can have radio stations. <laughs> Let's use this. Let's have more radio stations, national radio stations, uh, regional radio stations, local radio stations. Let's have this. And let's use this. That means we need cooperation with everyone. We want to start, continue to work together. We want to work with other people. We want to have more radio stations in Turkey. Because now the door is open. And we have opportunity to reach people. At the same time, millions of people we can reach. Everywhere. We don't have uh, radio stations in Malatya, but now in Malatya there are many Christians who listened our signal through their cell phone, cell phone application, and they became Christian. But we want to do more. We want to have more radio stations, more media, more new media techniques, more TV programs, more. For example, YouTube is like a mass media in Turkey. And we want to, yeah, we have a video department in Turkey for our radio broadcasting. Yeah, we have radio, radio signal, but at the same time we have video department and we produce a lot of, a lot of short films for our social media accounts. And we want to use everything to reach people. But without your help, we cannot reach. We need more people to help us. We need more people, people to raise up. We have more support to buy these radio stations. We have more prayer for protection, for good idea, creative idea, to do uh, these programs, to produce these programs. That's why we really need Everyone. Also, I want to say one word for your listeners. If you have an ideal, or if you have a calling, or if you do something for God, if you have outreach idea, if you have mission idea, if you want to do something for the others, that is making you rich. But if you just live here in America and uh, on Sunday go to church, uh, time to time talk to some people, 
by a chance to find a person and uh, talk about uh, your religion. That, that's okay. That's okay. But what God told us, go to the world. World is not only America. Even in America, yes, you need to go other uh, states, other people. There are many people. But when we have that kind of idea, go to others, talk to others, uh, help them, uh, work with them, minister with them, is a blessing. The, at the beginning, is a blessing for you. That's why I want to encourage everyone in America, in your audience, everyone, I want to encourage, yeah. look up. We have to look up and we have to raise our voice. We have to go somewhere. We have to do something for other people. Because God told us, we are not a person who stay at home and who do nothing, just think about ourselves. We need to go out. We need to think. This is a blessing. This is a richness. Because, for example, you gave me your book, When Faith is Forbidden. I will read this. When I read this, I will learn many things. And this will make me more rich than before. When you have Turkish friends, that makes you rich. Because you will learn new uh, you at least you will hear a new language. You will learn about their culture, their traditional, their history. At least you will see there is a different perspective. Person, this is a richness. That's why look up and do something for the universal church. Amen. So now, what a privilege it is to chat with you today to share with our listeners about what God is doing in Turkey, the exciting things that God is doing in Turkey. Uh, and I echo, uh, I echo your call to be involved in the church around the world, to, to join hands with brothers and sisters in Turkey and other parts of the world. Thank you for being our guest on Voice of the Martyrs Radio. Yeah, like I said, it's an honor for me. Thank you for listening. May God bless you. We are thankful for what God is doing through Radio Shema, for what God is doing in Turkey. You know, we've had other guests from Turkey as well. Uh, we've had several. David Bile is one, Joy Subasaguler. We have also had Pastor Andrew Brunson on Voice of the Martyrs Radio. You can hear all of those conversations at vomradio.net. Also, at vomradio.net, you can send me a note, and I'd love to share a couple of encouraging notes that have come in over the past few weeks. David is going backwards and listening to all the previous episodes. He said he's all the way back to 2018 so far, working his way backwards, listening to a new episode every day. David says, I thank God often for the inspiration of this online connection with actual persecuted believers. And David, I agree with you. That's one of the blessings of VOM Radio is, is being able to share the voices directly, our persecuted family. We also got a note from Carol. Carol wakes up every Sunday morning at 5 a.m. to listen to Voice of the Martyrs Radio on her local Moody station, WMBI. She says, I pray for those on your show. I've learned a lot about Christians around the world, and it's helped me pray for Muslims 
out of love for them instead of being afraid of them. Carol, that was such a blessing to me to hear, and we have had so many guests who have talked about loving our Muslim neighbors and praying for them and welcoming them into our home. So uh, it blessed me to know that you've been encouraged and that you've been blessed by that. Again, when you come to vomradio.net, you can send me a note right at the bottom of the page. There is a, a box to type in your note, send it to me. I do look at all of the notes that come in, so I'd encourage you to do that, vomradio.net. I also want to encourage you to be back next week. We're going to have the author John Weaver, formerly lived in Afghanistan, has ministered there for a number of years, is on the phone literally every day with people who are still in the country. We're going to hear what's going on right now. John's going to give us an update. He's going to talk about how the church is there, what it means to be the church there. So I hope you'll be back with us to hear that. That's next week right here on the Voice of the Martyrs Radio Network.